All right, so uh, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Powerbomb Nation's Culture Cast. This is our first live episode, so that is pretty exciting. We are uh, coming across YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, so three various platforms for you to hear me and the man next to me talk. Of course, my name is Dwight Couch. Today we have a supersized shell-shocking episode but before we get to that, with me as always, the Shredder to my Krang, the Leonardo to my Raphael, the Ray Filet to my Panda Con, oh, he's the deep one cuts, deep and cuts. only Jason Shepard. Jason, how are we doing? I'm, I'm good. I'm glad that I was the Shredder to your Krang. Oh, I love Krang. Because he's just so much cooler, Shredder. So. <laughs> not that you're not as cool as me. I just mean, like, I would rather be Shredder if we had to. That was the pick. Well, see, no, that works out perfect because I would much rather be Crank. Really? Oh. Yes. Yeah, that did I was work going out. to go with the obvious uh, Bebop to Rocksteady. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, well, I figured I would break out the PandaCon and the Ray Filet. Deep cut. Just yeah. because it was out of left field. That was. That was good. Good reference. Ray Filet. What? It... I've got Ray Filet. <laughs> I got the toy right here. Oh, like, I'm really? looking at Ray Filet. Oh, so. do you got PandaCon too? I don't have PandaCon. No. <clears throat> oh, that is uh that's awesome. Ray Filet was one of the the more interesting toys I think I had growing up. So he's pretty cool. Um do you remember the Archie comics Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Adventures? He was always in that. He was in that like they were called like the Mighty Mutanimals or something. Yeah, didn't he like wear a sweater vest? Uh Ray Filet? Yeah, did he like in the in the Archie comic? Did I, I want to say that I've seen him? I feel like he has a sweater on or something. Yeah, yeah, and very very corny looking, you know, because the way it's almost like the Rock in a turtleneck. Yeah, pretty much. That's so, uh, so before we get into any more Ninja Turtle talk, that, that's funny, Ninja Turtle turtleneck, you know, the Rock. Oh movie. goodness, that's all good ties in. I didn't even didn't even plan that. You are on fire. So, uh, what are you sipping on tonight? Um, well, I'm almost. Uh, embarrassed to, to tell you but it's um uh, well i'm let's just say i'm boozing on a budget tonight okay yeah well new year new budget <sighs> new year no budget <laughs> uh i'm drinking a good old bush latte tonight <laughs> so yeah so Ooh. not bad not bad you know that is uh, uh bush is is fantastic for the nascar crowd NASCAR, you know, the NASCAR crowd loves the bush, man. Absolutely. So it's uh, not bad. It's not bad. Oh, it's it's beer. It serves its purpose. You know, it's, it, that's exactly, it's and that's cool. all it does. It's in a can and a bottle. That's all um, it does. So I got something a little a little special today. Uh, you know, I always bring it up the unique drink or something up into the culture cast when we're on. No turmeric beer. No turmeric beer. No turmeric lattes tonight. But I do oh, have latte. Yeah. So, so Jason, you would consider yourself an artist with your hands. You make these sure. amazingly beautiful drawings that that Thank trigger all kinds of cool memories, and Thank and that's your that's what you do. And I would consider myself an an artist with with my tongue and the lingual persuasion. Ladies, y'all hear that? Be, hey, no, no, happily. He's married. married. He's married. And He's uh, married. but you know, golden tongue with a car salesman. And uh, painting a picture with words. But we're also from Frankfurt. 
And any time that someone in Frankfurt can can do good for themselves and start their own brand, I like to bring attention to it. Yeah. So this, and now, uh, Missy, if you're watching, make sure that you put the link to your Facebook and all that in the comments below. I'll do the same and uh, get you a little promotion here. But this is Missy's Natural Pineapple Ginger Tea. No kidding. She Out of Frankfurt, it, huh? Here in Frankfurt. She does this, and it's sea uh, moss gel. It's Miss, Missy's sea moss gel, if you look them up on Facebook. And uh, she's got all kinds of really good juice shots and teas and some really interesting sea moss products. Uh, but it's all natural. It's going to help you make you healthy. There's a, a shit ton of health benefits to this. You can Google all this stuff. But I told her that I would taste one of these online. Uh, she was nice enough to freshly brew this for us. Cool. And we went over there before the cast here and got some. So cracked it open. No, well, this is the ginger. So this is a first time reaction. This it is. is. She wanted me okay. to taste it. I was like, no, I'm going to take it and, you know, do it on the, on the, the uh, culture cast. So you can smell the pineapple pretty strong. Smell the ginger really good. Pineapple and ginger are two of my favorite things. You can't go wrong with them. And he's dead. That is good. Yeah. <laughs> so it tastes a lot like a uh, green tea that you would get from the store. Uh, but you definitely get the, the strong ginger to it. But the pineapple is what makes it fantastic. So uh, make sure you check out uh, Missy's. Sea Moss Gel and under Facebook and uh, support somebody local. You know, you never know. Everybody's trying to do something special. So support those of the local. Pay a little more. And and maybe in this case, in this case, I'm paying less. I'm paying less for her freshly made juice than the stuff that I get at Kroger's by, by a significant amount. So uh, check that out. Support people local. Support your local artists, your local artisans. And uh, help out your community. Be involved. Definitely. Definitely. Right? Yeah. 2023. Be involved. Right. That's our Come motto. Come on. All right. So, all the plugs out of the way. Let's talk about the mid-80s. The mid-80s had a really cool thing. And that it actually had four really cool things. Yeah, it took so the world many by cool storm. things. Took the sewer by storm. Took New York oh. City by storm. Yes. Did I ever tell you my daughter's middle name is Brooklyn? <clears throat> you did not. Do you know why I chose Brooklyn? Probably because you like the Ninja Turtles. That is one of the reasons. I also okay. like Ghostbusters and Super oh, Mario. True. And Brooklyn's a hell of a wrestling city. Okay. Well, so then those five things are all in Brooklyn, and that's that's why I wanted the name Brooklyn for my daughter because these things are that important in my life and those things being ninja turtles and it's one of the reasons me and jason shepherd this man right here are on this podcast talking to each other because we grew up and that was one of our bonds it was and i remember you used to give you gave me some pointers on how to draw said ninja turtles sorry i'm like I've got those, you know, those little beer burps that might creep in. Like, I, I maybe you can't hear them, but I think maybe you can. Oh, I couldn't hear them. Y'all probably. Oh, you didn't. Okay. Yeah, I thought. Well, you I want to apologize to everybody. For the, I taught you how to draw something. 
I've seen your drawing. Knock it off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Continue. But yes, the the classic Ninja Turtle face. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think you gave me a few pointers and showed me to how to draw that. It was one of the few things that I could draw fairly well. uh, So I was a good teacher. Yeah. Yeah. You were bad. Perfect. Perfect. You were bad. Good teacher. Good friend. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Of course. All right. So, um, yeah, so Raphael, Leonardo, Donatello, Michelangelo. It's the only reason I was ever interested in the Renaissance period of artwork was because I was like, oh, yeah, those guys are named, you know, the Ninja Turtles are named after them. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, same. <laughs> and this so is coming from an artist. experience but... with Ninja Turtles? My earliest? Uh, you know, honestly, it started like most kids, I think, from the 80s. Um, with the cartoon and the toys there is a comic book that was created in 83 and hit the market in 84 and i knew nothing about it because i was four at the time right so i mean you didn't really hear too much about it until it started getting mass marketed and, and popular in you know i don't know what came first was it the was it the um was it the toys or was it the um was it the uh, cartoon? I think it was the cartoon. Okay. That's what I'm going to go with because that's how I got into it uh, was the cartoon. You know, it's it's that theme song that's 100 people's ringtones. <laughs> yeah. It's the theme song that gets stuck in your head. We talked about, you know, various cartoons and theme songs. This, I mean, this is like upper echelon of the, you know, mid-80s to early 90s and then still today there's so many variations of ninja turtles yeah uh yeah. just pure pop culture pleasantness oh yeah pleasantness and and here in a little bit i want to i kind of want to i want to talk about how how it started and what it did you know like how it started how it's going like it's 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 a major it's huge like it's it's a cool story and um I don't know. Before we get to that, who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? Um, I, I don't know because I like them all for for their unique little personality traits. On the play, I, I really do. You can't but play is all four. Play is all four is in video games. No, you can play as all four in video games. Well, I'm gonna ask you. I thought you meant like, who are you picking? In the no, game? we're on I the, we're told on the you playground. That. We're on the playground out at Peaks Mill. Okay, I'm I'm Raphael. I'm Raphael okay. for sure. Yeah, sure. So always between it, us, whoever gets to pick first, the other one's disappointed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Raph was Raph was my dude as a kid. All right, so, so. I'm, I'm in a total agreement there. Raphael was was the man. You know, he let out the first cuss word in the movie too, so that gave him that. Damn. Yeah. But uh, always like the smart ass of the group. I think second. <clears throat> I think I'd have to go with Donatello. Same. Same. Leonardo third. Yeah. And then Michelangelo. Like, okay, Mikey yeah, said they're all cool. They're fine. But like, uh, you know, that's that's my order. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> liked Michelangelo. So yeah, at that do. point, it's like, oh, he's got nunchucks. So he was always my least favorite because I like to go against the grain. Yeah. yeah. Non-turtle. The Shredder. I just think the Shredder is so badass, dude. The Shredder is a cool character. 
Rocksteady. Rocksteady. Yeah, obviously. Okay. I mean, that's kind of why I like the Rhino. I, you know, I always had I had this thing about it's true. Rhinos. Yeah. So. And Seamus played him in a movie. He did. And th- and that was that was really cool. That's the only reason I think I love that movie is because. You know, I never watched it. I never watched that second one with the Michael Bay one. No, I never. We'll get to we'll get to that in a little while. So. Video games, Ninja Turtles were all over some of the most classic video games in history. You have you beaten the first Ninja Turtles game? You know what? Here's fun. Here's 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 the. Uh, I had mentioned this about Friday the Thirteenth before, that there is the stigma with it. That's like, in popular culture, it's impossible. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. I can't. Most people complain about that little underwater level right you get off the dam and you go into the water to disarm the bombs and nobody everybody just swears up and down that was the hardest level in nintendo history right like dude i have beaten the first ninja turtles a good handful of times i would say like five five times six times um oddly enough i think it's easier than turtles 2 the arcade game Oh, really? Turtles to the arcade game gives me shit every single time I play it. Um, because Krang at the end is 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 ridiculous. You know what I mean? It takes like 5,000 hits to kill him. But then also that samurai at the end of like level 7 in the uh, in the dojo. You know what I'm talking about? With the flying head. He, he gives me so much shit. Turtles 1, no sweat. Turtles 3, no sweat. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I can beat Turtles one, and um, if you want, I can give you a picture of it from when I doc. You know how I've documented my every time I beat a game, I like take a selfie with the the end screen. I've got one. So, also went on Facebook Live a couple of years back, probably three years ago, four years ago, and was like at the end, and I was like, you know what, like I'm just gonna go live and finish this out, and then I like put it on Facebook Live and was like playing it, but yeah, so. That's um, so you mentioned the the moss that the electrifying eel or moss or whatever the hell it was pain, yeah. pain in my ass. I had the hardest time with that. Oh yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, water levels always. I had a thing with water levels, you know, back in the eighties, anyways. But uh, the electric moss that is in that level, did you know that that appears on one of the Ninja Turtle toys? I did not. Yes, so uh, I'd seen a, a old gem on Facebook, and it was when the Ninja Turtles were introduced with their little tubes, and they had these water toys that you could actually take into a pool or in the bathtub, and they would move around, and they had weapons and stuff. So the Turtles each had one. Was and it like their legs like did a little kicking action or something? And they no, would... but they did have those too. Like, I think Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think I remember like swimming turtles. Yes, uh, I think that's what I'm shredders vehicle was okay like yeah a shred mobile or you know whatever cheesy they called it are you talking up on it like a jet ski and okay. the front had this claw kind of like the front of the millennium falcon how it comes out yeah and in that space you have electrified kelp or seaweed going in there or eels or something and it shows rock steady on it and he comes up and the turtle's floating 
and he's coming and he's like, he's going to grab him around the neck and electrocute him. Well, now, wait a minute. I have a vehicle similar to that, that I, the Rat King. I have the Rat King sitting on it. It's like a floating, it's like made for the water. Yes, yeah, it says the, uh, I heart with the thing through it, turtles on the side. I can't tell because the stickers are probably missing from it. But oh. like, <laughs> there are one, two, three, four, five, six green electric eels in the front. Yeah. I've got it. Yeah. Um, that's the Rat King's vehicle, actually. He uses that because in, uh, in, um, Turtles in Time on Super Nintendo. Uh-huh. When you fight the Rat King, that's what he's that's what he's riding. Interesting. On the commercial, they advertised it for for Shredder. Oh, yeah, you know, anybody could use it, but yeah, you know, that's pretty Quite, cool. Obviously. Yeah. So, uh got a big shout out there from uh Seamoss J- Missy Seamoss Jails. Missy. Thank you for the for the shout So she's out. watching us live right now. Yeah. Hi Missy. I'm I would like to try the drink as well, but I I will pay for it. Much unlike Dwight. No, I bet I, I know. I'm, I'm not kidding. cheap. I'm kidding. But yeah, I would like to try it. So, all right. So we appreciate the shout out there. One of the nice benefits going live, you can interact with the show. You know, if you're watching it later, you know, a few days from now, you're going to get entertained. But join us live one time and uh, and get thoroughly entertained and interact with us. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to. You know what I'm going to do while I'm while we're here. Could I like link the Facebook over on my Facebook and tell people that we're live right now and just be like, hey, like, yeah, we're live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Well, why don't you just hold tight there? No, you go ahead and I'll, uh, I'll get that going. All right. So, um, one of the other great things about Ninja Turtles, besides the, the massive marketing ploy, all the various little items that we got. Do you remember the fruit pies? But they weren't fruit um, pies. They don't even talk pies. to me about the fruit pies. Yeah, yeah. Look, let's talk about it. Let's. Yeah, I love them. Every Walmart trip was. <laughs> I was like, okay, I understand what we're going here for, but I would like to a spend some allowance money and b at least pick up two or three of those pies. Because what they, they were like the banana, they were like the Hostess banana cream pies, right? But they the 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 banana pudding inside was like. Graves Gribs died green. Yes, yes, it was which like, ooh, set it you, off. You it set the yeah, it set that shit off, man. I know it was food coloring, but ooh. <laughs> the uh, the best part. I love the the Hostess pies, anyways. The crust on them and everything. Yeah. I always thought that was the best part of those things. Yeah. Um, that and then of course you had mutant Jello, so you had you know red, green Jello. With Ninja Turtle faces all over it, Ninja Turtle. I don't remember that. Fantastic. Yeah. I don't know. Sorry, I'm I'm like getting us. I'm 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 like, you know, doing some promo here. Live. Oh promo. yeah, no, go for it. No, that's what it's all about. So, um, <clears throat> top Ninja Turtle toys. Uh, obviously you had the Ninja Turtles and they had a ton of variants to them. Um, I think it was Raphael was in a space suit and that wound up being one of my favorite. I do love that one a lot. I do love that one. I do have that one up there. I also really loved, um, the Shogun Leonardo. Yes. That was going to be the other one I was going to mention. Super cool. Freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, 
PandaCon was, you know, of the same the same era. The, you know, the PandaCon was really cool too. Yeah, I never had them. Um, it was. Um, uh, I, I feel like I never really ran into them when I was like out and about shopping, or maybe I did, and I just didn't. The thing about Ninja Turtles toys was that they, they as the line went on, it got so zany and so off the wall and um oh you mean like mondo gecko no i like mondo gecko a lot um i've had him on his skateboard he was so cool yeah but i mean like i'm talking like the the basketball playing giraffe or like the um you know uh the the outback safari wallaby or something weird i don't know what i'm kangaroo he was a kangaroo yeah Yeah. it was like Um, dude like what are you doing pizza face pizza face pizza face but he was kind of cool i mean i i liked it. he had a cool weapon i liked the little cleaver you know he yeah had the cleaver that yeah. he ran around with. no they were cool toys but i mean like and they were cool wacky concepts but god it just started going off the rails it was like so are you more of a uh ninja turtle hero guy or a villain guy do you are you drawn to any particular side over the other no, I guess I'm kind of neutral on it. Uh, I again, I'm going back to I, I. I love the shredder so much. I just think the shredder, and I think part of the reason I love the shredder so much is the way he was portrayed in the in the 1990 movie. You know what I mean? Like he was such a badass in that movie. Like in the cartoon, like he was a whiny goofball, but like shredder in the comics, shredder in the movie, like that was depicted so well. I know we're going to get into the movie, so I'm going to save all this for later. But like, you know, the shredder's my question on on the shredder. How old were you when you found out that Uncle Phil was the shredder? I knew pretty early on. Like, I didn't know. I don't think right off the bat, but I knew. Well, I might have been like my teenage years, but let's still relatively early in comparison to people finding out now that are like in their 40s. Shit, I did. I didn't know till my late 30s. Really? I had no idea. Once I yeah. found out that I'm like, oh yeah, you can totally hear it. Yeah. Totally hear it. Who outside of the shredder, who uh who is one of your, your favorite side villains? Um dude, Baxter Stockman. Baxter's cool, yes. man. And I love that, and I love that he was like pretty much like uh, an inspiration, like or he was influenced by like the Jeff Goldblum, the Fly movie. You know what I mean? Right. So cool. Like, um, yeah, Baxter was cool. Rat King was cool. Um, Rat King. Metalhead was Metalhead like considered good or bad? Was he like a you know what I'm saying? That was the the, the mechanical turtle, right? Yeah, he was like the robot turtle. I know that later on in comics, like the turtles ended up get, either getting him and like programming him to be like, you know, on their side or whatever. But I, I don't know if um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess he was just caught caught on the wrong side and taught wrong. Maybe. Yeah. He's not because I know you had to fight. Well, you had to fight him. You had to fight him in like the game, like the video game. So I know that he was bad at least, I guess. So, but I want to yeah. say I remember the cartoons where he was he wound up being on their side. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Now, uh, Leatherhead. Leatherhead's cool. It was, was is kind of an obscure reference, and uh, he he was a really good character. You know that, that made a lot of sense. I thought. 
Triceraton was cool. Yes, yes. That whole race was really cool. That yeah. was a, that was yeah. a cool, cool yeah. arc. Yeah. Slash, Slash was cool. Yeah. Oh man, the toy was awesome. Mm-hmm. The the toy was freaking sweet because yeah. it was yeah. like, oh, that's that's like a dark Ninja Turtle. Yeah. It's like a Sith. It's a Sith yeah. Ninja Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What What are your thoughts on the Dimension X Krang? And his his uh, rock soldiers like uh, General Trag, pretty cool. I like them. Like I, I I generally like just about everything there is to do with the those main characters that or in those side main those like secondary characters. I, I like all that stuff, man. You know, I but, think I think Krang is like the next evolution of humans. Me and me and a buddy at work were talking the other day, and. Uh, we were talking about you know getting getting sent to Mars and cyborg technology and you know you can have you can have your arm replaced now and it's not a big deal so fairly soon you're going to be living in a complete body and we right. mentioned how Elon Musk would probably be like running Mars and you know he'll be like the king of Mars and I brought up I was like you know what would be hilarious Elon Musk has his head in a jar but it's not a jar he builds like crane. And so it's like, you know, Elon Musk said where Krang would be in that giant suit with a Tesla emblem on the uh, it's going to be on this screen. Now, if you're watching later on, I photoshopped Elon Musk's head in Krang's body with the Tesla logo across the chest. And, and it made a lot of sense. You just gave me like a new art piece idea. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's a great idea. You, you'll, you know, sell a shit ton of those. I don't think much of Elon Musk. Like, I don't care about him either way, one way or another. Uh, he's just some guy I'm tired of hearing about in the fucking news all the time. But, I mean, like, I can totally see him building a crane body to put this yeah, decap- no, decapitated head on. Yeah, so. Uh, can't not mention one of the most badass characters, Casey Jones. Casey's Casey just Jones this badass. wild lunatic vigilante of new york city so cool good portrayal in the movies oh yeah as well yeah um i, th- I think all the people that played it was was good elias Coteus was awesome in one and three so but yeah so a lot of the stuff is going to be coming out in the history of the Ninja Turtles, Jason. So let's, I want to talk about some movies. We got an upcoming movie coming up. Um, you inform me that the logo is actually out for it. This is the Seth Rogen project, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Uh, just going to run down the cast really quick and then we'll get into the history of the Ninja Turtles. So obviously Seth Rogen project, Tom Holland is going to be Raphael. Cool. Fantastic. Great. I'm I'm cool with that. I like Tom Holland. Uh Daniel O'Brien as Leonardo. James Marsden is going to be Splinter. Shaman Brown Jr. is untitled. Igby Rigney is Donatello. And uh Cody Christian is Michelangelo. Okay. And Ryan Potter is going to be playing Casey Jones. Okay. And then April O'Neil is going to be played by Sienna Agudong, and I don't I don't know who that is. But um, not a bad cast, so I'm pretty excited for another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle film. 
But in order to get where we're going with the franchise, you always got to know where you started. So uh, right. put us in the way back machine, Mr. Peabody, and uh, let's visit the mid-80s. Okay. Well, uh, Ninja Turtles, believe it or not, started as far back as 1983. Um, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird were comic artists and writers, and uh, they were rooming together i believe i don't know i know that kevin eastman lives in pennsylvania i believe now i'm not sure where they were living at the time it could have been very well been new york um but um and i believe i had read that kevin eastman was working in a pizza parlor <laughs> of all places um at the time but um aspiring comic artist and, and writer and um they were kind of sitting up one night after work and hanging out late and watching tv and doodling and drawing and and they had this i don't know one of them asked the other this this is all going to be very loose and there's no way that we can cover every little aspect of, of the history of this so we're i'm totally spitballing right now um one of them asked the other like wouldn't it be funny if we drew animals that knew like kung fu and ninjutsu and oh yeah 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 but like what would be the funniest animal to draw and portray that would know martial arts right and so what i think uh peter laird was like what a, what, a, what about a turtle and so kevin eastman starts drawing this turtle i think peter laird goes to bed wakes up the next morning comes in the living room and finds kevin eastman's art of this turtle and if you google or maybe in the editing process you could put this up on the screen um the original drawing of like the concept of like a ninja turtle which was a very real looking tortoise on its on its legs standing up with like nunchucks attached to like its armbands and things and they just thought it was so funny and um i guess the concept grew and it was like well, what if we made other ones that had different weapons and that different weapons? um yeah there you go well yeah, that's probably some of the early concept art, but um, there is one in particular. Yeah, you just had it up. I think that's it. Yeah. No, same article. Oh, it's the same. Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there we go. So, but yeah, this sort of thing about him is um, they decided to create this whole backstory this whole concept and of, of what the teenage mutant ninja turtles were who they were where they were from what they did and uh, kevin eastman was a big fan of the daredevil comic so his whole concept was to sort of make the ninja turtles story a almost parody of um the daredevil story so the thing is um there was a canister i guess that fell off of a truck bounced up and hit uh matt murdoch in in the eyes and made him blind right that's that's how daredevil became blind and um i guess in kevin's mind that's the same canister that fell and rolled off and down into the sewers broke open and mutated the turtles when they were down in the sewers um also i think there, there's an organization in the daredevil comics called the hand 
Kevin came up with the foot. Um, I think there was a maybe Daredevil's maybe mentor or somebody in the comic named Stick. Kevin Eastman comes up with Splinter. So, um, yeah, he, you know, but they, they, they did this and they, they wrote and drew this, this comic. Um, and they did one issue and they used, um, and this is what I'm going to get into this in a sec. Very independently done. Um, black and white comic with like splotches of red blood in it. You know, that's the only color that you got in it was like the blood splashes. Very adult oriented. The original Ninja Turtles comics were not for kids. They were absolutely like for adult readers. Um, and if I recall, I have read that comic. I believe the Shredder is killed at the end of the very first issue. And they finished this comic book and independently they used tax return money and a family loan and made, I think, just several thousand copies of it. Independently published it, marketed it out, got it out, and it kind of took the world by storm. Like, it got hugely popular. And uh, from that one little funny idea, just hanging out in an apartment after work one night and doodling, like, built an empire for themselves, which I think is so cool. Um, I just think I just think that the whole do-it-yourself method to that was 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 awesome. And I know that like the industry's changed and I know things have changed and it's probably not the same now, but you probably couldn't do that now. I, I don't know. Maybe you could. But um, just a cool backstory to that whole thing, man. Like, uh, and then, of course, they did. Uh, they went on and they did. Maybe a year, less than a year later, they did issue two and then they kept going and going and going and it's still running today. And Kevin Eastman is still illustrating it with the help of other other artists there's so many other artists on board but um yeah man kevin easton's one of my he's one of my favorite artists he's one of my biggest influences um as an illustrator so yeah that whole do-it-yourself approach was awesome fantastic goes back again support local support your local guy exactly because you don't know what they're going to do right? right like that that's a prime example of yeah so uh, one of the things I always thought was interesting because, you know, I was never familiar with Ninja Turtles up until the until the uh, cartoons. So to me, you know, I never knew that they were all in under red, you know, the red bandanas or red masks in the beginning. Mm -hmm. uh, and and if obviously they, you know, you sell more. If, if they're going to have different masks on, you're obviously going to be able to sell more that way. Yeah. Uh, broader appeal. So I'm sure that's why they went in that direction. Um. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Now, one of them, did Leonardo not wear the mask, but didn't he have the full? I believe that was Raphael at one point. I'm, I'm not real sure. I know I've seen pictures of that, but uh, yeah. And uh, it, that is kind of interesting that they, they, they throw a little bit of homage in the newer stuff because the Ninja Turtles, when we grew up, didn't have, they all uniformed. But now, um, I think Leonardo, but I've seen Donatello in one of the one of the uh reiterations where he's got his head covered with the top mask on mm -hmm. uh, so it's nice to see little nods like that you know yeah. going back to the ogs yeah um no i've not really checked out any of the new i know that that uh, i think it was like a 2003 
series that came out, I think, on Nickelodeon, maybe. Mm-hmm. That was a good cartoon. It was pretty good. And that was more true. And here's the thing, you know, like, as a kid, yeah, I mean, we were obsessed with Ninja Turtles, so we were obviously obsessed with the cartoon. But going back and watching, that cartoon's kind of hard to watch. <laughs> it's it was it, it it's it's got the nostalgia factor to it, but God, it is hard. It's a hard watch, man. Yeah, like, yeah I mean, you know, uh, it was <sighs> nothing screamed '80s more than the Ninja Turtles. I mean, the language the albums oh yeah the whole the whole nine yards it, it had a lot of very hideous uh, stylistic approaches to some oh, of the yeah. things yeah um now i want to ask you this um because we are live things are going to happen that we don't have any control of because we can't edit them out right now right and i have to urinate so bad that I wondered if you wouldn't mind just waiting on me for a minute. Yeah, if sure. Pe- why not? People are watching. Just talk to them. Go ahead and talk to them. I'll be back. No, absolutely. That's what we can do right now. So um, while we wait on Jason to come back, let's check out his closet. Now that we can get a good view into Jason Shepard's closet, ladies and gentlemen, we have some Star Wars action figures going on in the background. We have a Nintendo system up at the top. A ton of VHSs as well. Uh, who was your favorite Ninja Turtle? Comment below. What was your favorite character? What was your favorite Ninja Turtle toy growing up? Um, I always wanted the Technodrome. I thought the Technodrome would have been a really, really cool item to have had uh, because I was really obsessed with with Krang and the Dimension X group that uh, came out of Ninja Turtles. And I thought the Technodrome would have been really cool. I never had it, but it, I would love to find one now. That that would be on my bucket list. I got an original Millennium Falcon. I need an original Technodrome, I think, to put up on the, the shelf behind me. They also should do some Ninja Turtle subscription boxes. I've not seen a Ninja Dude, Turtle how, how quick was that? That was so quick. Oh, that's not bad. I, I had enough time to talk about... Uh, the Technodrome, and uh, we went through your closet. Oh, yeah. And pointed out some of the cool stuff in there. And yeah. uh, Did you have the Technodrome toy? Never did. Nah, yeah. I didn't either. I would really, I never really thought about that, but that's one that I would like to, I got an original Millennium Falcon up here. It's like so expensive if you find it anywhere. It's, you hang it up. I mean, I oh, you're looking like 150 bucks, which I spent that on the Ghostbusters Firehouse. So I mean, yeah, you know. That's when we were getting the Trump money coming in, though. And I was like, you know what? Like, <laughs> I got a cool 3000 these past two weeks. I'll go ahead and just get that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Things are different now. So, yeah. Yeah. No, infl- inflation. Man, you can't. $5, a $5 meal at McDonald's costs you eight fifty now. Crazy. Yeah. It's insane. Crazy. But, so, uh, um, what'd you have next on the, the history of the Ninja Turtle docket? Well, we were talking, you know, uh, the comics. So obviously 1987 was our next big step. And we got, we got the cartoon that the, the one that's a hard watch now, you know what I mean? Like, uh, but God, did it ever cement our love for Ninja Turtles? You know what I mean? Like we went to school, we went to Peaks Mill on the playground during recess and we played Ninja Turtles on the playground, right? Like 
we talked about it. Like we probably gotten yelled at by teachers so many times for like talking about it in the back of the classroom. Well, you know, I mean, it was just, um, if there ever was like a pop culture phenomenon, turtles were it. I mean, like it was, it was huge. And, um, yeah, it like rocked all of our little worlds, man. And I will say that is still to this day, that is still my preferred look for a Ninja Turtle is, is the, the cartoon. And which I am hoping, I did hear something about Seth Rogen's project saying that he liked the traditional look of the traditional cartoon. So I'm hoping maybe we get a little more of that. Yeah. I'm I'm a fan of the way they looked in the movies. You know, the the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Or the, yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't want to say movies because, but yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll get to that. I'm sure we'll get to that. Um, (laughs) uh, But yeah, that that first movie, and yeah, we're going to get to that. So the cartoon came out in 87, and it was either the same year or the next year that the toy line dropped by Playmates. And Playmates came through with the heat. And I remember, obviously, being obsessed with Ninja Turtles. I had to have the toys, right? So um, I, I, if I recall, Raphael was the first one I, I bought. It was Allowance Week and or whatever. I had some money, parents sent me to Walmart, I bought Raphael, and then I think my next one was Donatello. But then it just started, you know what I mean, it started adding up. I started getting, like, so many of them. And um, so, yeah, we got the toy line, and at that point, I think, you know, I'm sure Playmates had talked to Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird about, like, look, we need to market just kids, so we got to tone it down. Like, the the, the comics, and, and it's so funny because the comics – versus the cartoon is just such a drastic you know yeah so let's let's tone this down let's market it to kids and um uh you know I'm, there it was there was our childhoods right there um but then uh wildly successful toy line hugely successful cartoon marketing galore i mean backpacks fanny packs sweaters s- pajama outfits Video games, Nintendo, um, I mean, you name it. Turtle pies, everything. Everything. I mean, Turtles was everything and everywhere. And um, the marketing machine was just going hard on that. And then I mentioned earlier before the uh, before the, the, the show started that we had to mention, <laughs> just because it was Ninja Turtles doesn't mean that it was always cool. Um Oh God, no! <laughs> you know what I'm getting at. So, uh, when 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 did it come out? When did the, when did this happen? You know what I'm getting ready to talk about. Oh my! When did that come out? Was it like eight? Was it like ninety, ninety one? I mean, maybe it was. Nineteen ninety was when the yeah the musical an hour and thirty minutes. God, an hour and thirty minutes too too long. Okay, in nineteen ninety, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles went on tour to a coliseum or stadium near you. <laughs> so, Did you go? I didn't go. Did you? I didn't go either. I you didn't, didn't go. No, I didn't it. go. I don't know where it came. I read my thing. I did. Um, so they had a tour called the Coming Out of Their Shells tour. And this was um 
this was an album of original songs written by this studio musician band, right? And they um, were all correlated with the Ninja Turtles, of course. But the, they um, they went on tour, and it was people in suits, and there was a whole little storyline involved with it, and it was this massive stage production. And um, God, it was so corny. It's one of the the worst things I've ever seen in my life or heard. Now, now hold up. I'm not going to say that the, okay, listen, I'm not going to say that the songs weren't well done because for the time and what they were, they were, they were fine. They, they were all very eighties. So <laughs> I mean, it's very eighties hip hop. I mean, it's, you can, it's very dated, but it's very dated. you're going on tour, Mr. Shepard with great songs such as, Coming out of our shells. Sure. Who can forget the absolute summer craziness when you're singing Tubin? Tubin. Or how about those Saturday nights when you and that special someone are sitting at the pizza parlor having pizza power? Oh, man. But it don't stop there because in the 80s, we're in war. And that's followed up by a song called No Treaties. I remember No Treaties. Oh my God. Yeah. May showers. They were the, the, the Ninja Turtles. It does bring April's ballad. Damn. They were like the Bruce Springsteen of of 1990. <laughs> they were like, yeah. Uh, and you know they just gotta sing about it. There. <laughs> Look, I here's I told you I had a funny story to tell about that, and and so I had I obviously bought the tape because if it was Ninja Turtles, I had to have it. I don't care what it was, how shameful it was, I had to have it. Right? I have it so, on my phone right now. You've got. <laughs> I have it on my phone right now. I will listen to it in the car on my way to work occasionally. Oh my God, Calabunga is not bad. Out out of all the songs, that's one of that's one of the better ones. But go go ahead with your. So when I was a kid. And this would have made me 10, which is probably too old to be doing this, even at that point. <laughs> I guess. But it's still a good story, so I'm going to tell it. <laughs> Obviously, I'm still playing with toys. Obviously, I'm still into the Ninja Turtles. Hold on. Hold on. Who's, who here watching live remembers this album? Ty type in the chat if you remember the Ninja Turtles album. All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so I had, uh, I had this school desk. And actually, we got it from Peaks Mill somewhere, I think. We had I had a school desk in my in my bedroom um, when I was a kid and go ahead I'll be right back you're good and I would set up my my radio my boombox um, at the back of the desk and I would play the coming out of their shells um, concert tour album for a cassette right and uh, I would take my Ninja Turtle figures and put them up. Um, and arranged them like they were on stage, like the desk was the stage and the radio was like their amplifiers or something, right? And um, I would act like they were in concert and I would play with them like as they were making the, the tunes. So, yeah, um, shameful, but uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's being a kid, I guess. So, um, Dwight, you just missed the whole story. <laughs> 
<laughs> you may, he may, he, as soon as I'm done talking, he's like, and I'm back. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. My daughter's in the other room coughing her head off. So I had to, it's all her. good. I hope I she feels better. Yeah, no, I mean, you've been basically long story short, the school desk, I had the radio set up on the back of the desk and acted like they were the amplifiers. And I had the Ninja Turtles toys in the front on the desk. Oh, did your own little tour. Did a tour. I played the concert coming out of the shells tape and did my own concert. And yes, I am and now embarrassed. So. That is that is fantastic. That is yeah. fantastic. So uh, did you have Master Splinter singing Skipping Stones? I did. You did. Sure, sure I did. Yeah. Oh, we I wish we would have had pre-show on uh, recording because that was fantastic. That was some good uh, barrel laughs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. these songs were so cheesy. The Walk Straight, No Need to Mutate. No Need to. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the Calabunga's got that classic kind of like an 80s rap vibe to it you know a little hip-hop i don't remember and, i don't remember that one but the chorus has just got that long Calabunga, and that man you held that note out hilarious oh god skipping stones is not as good as i remembered it being as a kid no a it's kid, not i really thought about i was like oh yeah this is good meditation and you know all in music but now listen to it now it's it's really it's a hideous song uh, yeah. No treaties isn't bad. Mm -hmm. and, no, it's uh, bad. It might not be as bad, but it's bad. Yeah, oh yeah, it's not as bad as the rest <laughs> of the album. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll put that in occasionally. That and the Simpsons uh, sing the blues. Simpsons those, sing the blues. Yeah, we talked about are some that. Guilty pleasure uh, yeah. drive to work albums. Yeah. Now I have the first and second movie soundtracks on cassette. I'm looking at them right now over there um whatever there's some jams on i don't care uh, well not ninja turtle the bartman the simpsons shane horsley gonna come in with the bartman let me tell you because shane we had talked I, i'm pretty sure dwight that we had talked about simpsons single blues right we did we did a, a few weeks ago yes uh, dude when i heard i remember watching an episode of the simpsons one night and they were like stay tuned after the episode because we're gonna uh, we're going to debut the, the, the video for the Bartman. And I'm like, Oh shit, I just can't wait. And I, I had to have it. Right. So I like took, I took a radio and I like held it up to the TV and I like threw a blank tape in and recorded it. And it was like, so I had, I had, it, it was total shit quality, but I had it like off the TV and I was like, yeah. Buddy. And then my dad bought me the tape and I was like, yeah, yeah. It's so silly the things that we were just we had we that we obsessed over as a kid that we, we just had to have and we would do anything to obtain it right like oh yeah uh, no you know it it was it's drugs it's mental yeah mental fish food that they're, they're do you do you know that um, before I got the Ghostbusters movie soundtrack on tape we went to, we went to school with a, a kid named Josh Kime do you remember Josh Kime I do I do and I you know I. I very often wonder and think about Josh and wonder whatever happened to him. We were friends on Facebook for a while, but I can't find him anymore. I always loved Josh. He's a good guy, man. He yeah, lived out, he lived out near us. Josh. And yeah. Um, loved mama's family. Loved did he love, mama's did he love his mama? Good show too. It's a fantastic show, but he was, he loved that show. That's crazy. I didn't know that he liked mama's family. No, it's oh, a great yeah, show. No, he 
he really did. Yeah, yeah. Vicky Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, great show. Um, Josh had recorded me when the real Ghostbusters would 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 end and they had they would roll the end credits and they would play the music. He recorded me that and brought it into me on the tape, and I thought it was like the nicest thing. And I was like, hell yeah, dude! Like, thanks. Oh, that's fantastic. He could draw extremely. Oh, yeah, he was really oh yeah, great artist. And very good, like a pianist, if I recall. Mm-hmm. He could play piano like a mug. Yeah, he's he's so. probably fucking touring the world. <sighs> I guarantee he's like a virtuoso, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I miss old Josh, man. Um but uh yeah, I mean we're I mean I, obviously, like I said, I mean, I don't know what else you want to cover right now. So where we're at, we have pretty much, uh, uh, we, we pretty much stopped right before 1990. We fit 1990 with the coming out of the shells tour. Then like one of the biggest thing, like they redeemed themselves. Now, actually, I don't know if that came before or after the movie, but regardless, let's wipe coming out of the shells from your minds and focus on the summer of 1990 when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie, is released. And let me tell you, there have been a handful of times in my life where I've just been freaking batshit nutsoid to go to see a movie, right, at the movie theater. And that was certainly one of them. And we, my parents loaded us up in the car, and they were like, we're taking you out to see Ninja Turtles. And I was like, ah. And we went, and I, I had been collecting the trading cards already, you know, from the movie. Like, oh, so I was kind of piecing together, like, what was going on. But I was like, ugh. So we went, and man, let me just tell you, it blew my mind. And I, and I couldn't believe, because at the time, all I knew was the toys and the, and the cartoon, right? So, and the games. The movie took a surprisingly dark turn because it was so true to the comic book source material, right? So... And that got me interested in the comics when I learned that, look, this is pretty much pulled off the pages of that first issue of the comic, man. Like, um, yeah, uh, that first movie still holds up today as one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, looking back, the the costumes, the dialogue, the story, the way it was filmed, everything, it, it still holds up all these years later as a great movie to watch. And they have not done the movies that good since. Other than 2007, there was a, a movie called TMNT. It was all animated, but it was a great story, and it had that it had that darker tone to it, um, and and fit right along in there with the the TMNT lore. But like, uh, oh, man, like yeah, that first movie, you just can't beat it when it comes to turtle films yeah love it yeah no i totally agree i love the uh love the first film i love the which obviously we'll get into a minute love the second film too uh, yeah it's fine yeah, yeah i like no, it i remember yeah. going to the theaters getting to see that i remember you know we went to brighton park it was brighton park had the movie theater that's where i seen uh teenage mutant ninja turtles at and i saw mine in franklin square i do know that Raphael cusses and it's kind of like oh this is oh different. i know like he says, damn, like, well, well, he says it like once when he runs into Casey, right? And then, but he says it, he says it at the beginning when he loses his side. And I was just like, when he said that, I was like, oh, what? This is crazy. 
the turtles are cussing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I had no idea. They're cussing. Yeah. 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 So that movie was a huge hit. Immediately they ordered a second one. They were like, part two, part two. So it came out that next summer. So summer 91, I mean, they wasted no time here. Like, you're like, crank it out. Summer 91, Turtles 2, Secret of the U's. And uh, Ninja Rap was born. <laughs> so, I was going to say, in another great soundtrack, it's really yeah. 90s vibes going on. Totally dated, but love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ninja Rap is born. Vanilla Ice. Crazy. Um, I, I got that on my, my phone as well. Yeah. And I love how they tried to give us like, it's like we can't give you Rocksteady and Bebop, but we're gonna give you Toka and Razar. We're gonna give you two other dudes who were just making up for the movie, which I'm glad they did because I think they're cool anyway. So yeah, I liked I liked it. I wasn't big on the werewolf. No, I wasn't big on the werewolf. I liked the turtle. I thought the turtle was cool. He's cool. Love Shredder. Shredder's cool. Super Shredder's love cool, man. Super yeah. Shredder. And obviously, you know, Super Shredder being Kevin Nash. Sure. And uh, so, you know, some wrestling ties there, which are fantastic. A little New World Order action for uh, there you go. for Super Shredder. Uh, <laughs> love, the se- love the second movie, too. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. They did tell them, they did, you know what, we, we got we to gotta tone down the violence from the first movie. It was too dark. It was too adult. Even though it was, like, wildly successful, it was like, we got to tone it down. So, like, the Turtles didn't really get to use their weapons in the second movie. So instead, like in the in the if, if you if you go back and watch it, yeah, they don't really use their weapons. Uh, like in the, in the I never noticed. yeah, the opening um, the opening fight in the mall at nighttime when they're like fighting those thieves or whatever in the you know stockings over their heads uh, instead of nunchucks, like Michelangelo uses like uh, sausage links. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and and just stupid stuff like that. I mean, the, yeah, but they don't get to really use their weapons in the movie, um, but. Um, yeah uh, cool little fact about the uh, second movie is that um ernie reyes jr who played kino the, the kino 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 the pizza guy he is the guy that was in donatello's suit in the first movie I don't oh, know if you knew really? that. yeah ernie reyes jr yeah so he was donatello in the first movie in the suit and then he became his own character in the second movie but then um Surely you know who voiced Donatello in the first movie. I don't. Oh, this is fun. I thought this was like common knowledge. It's Corey Feldman. Oh, really? It's Corey Feldman. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Would have have never, never, that was completely out of left field. Oh, yeah. Yep. So lay us, lay some mommy. What you got? Oh man, cover, I don't have the much movies. outside of this now. Uh, you know, at this point, we've had we've had a lot of comic books. You get to this point in Ninja Turtle history, you're starting to see. You know, I guess this is the time where the Ninja Turtle comics have become more relevant in my eyes. You know, as I became a teenager and and seeing more of the world open up like that, um, and you're getting into all these crossovers. And these very, very interesting story arcs where the Ninja Turtles are are in various worlds and in very realistic situations, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was cool. And 
one of the ones that I think I like the most is the the crossover with the X Files. No, I did not. I was unaware of that. So they crossed over with the X Files, and uh, you never see Scully and uh, Mulder in this episode. Well, you do, but they're not. They never interact with the Ninja Turtles. This is the Lone Gunman. And they had some comic uh, series where they were looking into various mysterious things. And one of the ones they, they get into is meeting with the Ninja Turtles. Hmm. Uh, so a very, very interesting subject there. But Scully and Mulder were out hunting vampires. At the yes, they, yes, they would. So, yeah, you know, so they were probably over in, I guess, I guess a lot of vampires in your history, you know, is probably in the European area. But I always thought it was weird, Jason. You know, you never seen, you know, vampires are killed by garlic, steaks, holy water, all that, right? Mm-hmm. Culturally worldwide, but you never really ever heard of any vampires in Africa. Oh, I'm sure they're out there. Yeah, no, you know why you never hear of vampires in Africa? Oh, he's, are you going to come with a, a joke? You're going to come God with God bless a... the rains down in Africa. Okay, but you know, here's the here's the thing. Hey, I mean, on. it was, was a really good setup. It was good, but here's I the thing: I had to take that through an X Files crossover, specifically get the fact that Mulder and Scully were out hunting vampires, to get to that joke. I'm just glad that you knew the actual lyrics to Africa instead of "I miss the rain down." Because <laughs> it's like that's some people say that's not it. That's not the lyrics, and I'm one of those like lyric jerks, and I'm like. Oh, okay. That's not what he says, but sure. But you, you know That's what, not what though? he says. In all, all seriousness, you know what one thing I would like to do? What? I would like to see a choir of 99 men sing Africa because it's something 100 men or more would never do. <laughs> Guys, tune in next week. I'm out of here. No, I'm kidding. That was good. That was good. I yeah, like that. Was, I thought it was that was good. good. That was that was one of your that was one of your best. And they've all been pretty all right, but like that was good. All right. So uh so, so out of there, I don't have really any tie-in with the Ninja Turtles in Africa uh itself. I'm sure they probably have though. Yeah, yeah, they they they've probably been out there. They've also other notable things that they've tied into, and I thought this was really cool because I didn't realize this was a tie-in. You remember the rabbit? Oh, Usagi Yojimbo. Yeah. Yeah. So did you know that was a whole thing? Mm-hmm. I had no clue. I had no mm-hmm. clue until this afternoon. Well, it was like its whole, yeah, its whole, yeah. Yeah. So Comic that thing. crossover, he got so intertwined with he the did. Ninja Turtles. He, he did. He wound up being in cartoons, toys, you know, all kinds of stuff. Comics, everything. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this. I, I feel like somewhere in my mind, and maybe I made this up, but if it happened, it would make total sense. Like I can be like, oh, yeah, of course he did. Um, did the toxic Avenger from Troma end up crossing over with them at some point? No, that was Muckman. Okay, I knew. Muck, I mean, I know Muckman. I know Muckman, but I feel like there was a crossover. I could be totally wrong. Um, but it would just make sense. I mean, he's in New Jersey. The turtles are in New York. They're both slimy, sludgy 
things and mutant freaks and i don't know i just feel like uh maybe it happened but maybe i just made it up and if not why hasn't that happened yet yeah no that totally should happen i don't see it on here but there is a lot of fan fiction mm. that, has, that has explored this crossover mm. well you know i've got like a little a couple ends with trauma since i've done some work for him so maybe i need to like guys can you make this happen or uh, yeah dude you know it would be sweet they do what? a crossover and you get to, you got to illustrate the comic Dude, I would, that would be, be on that. Badass. I would be on that. Yeah. So, uh, a couple notable crossovers. Do you remember the Cowboys of Moo Mesa? I, I remember it. I never watched it. Yeah, I did. And I, I never had any of the toys. I like cows being dressed in, you know, like a Cowboys. and all that. Sure. And uh, so they crossed over with them. Okay. Which, which is... We got to we got to mention that like stuff like Cowboys of Moon Mesa and like Biker Mice from Mars. All of this was influenced by Ninja Turtles. It's like what stupid title can we throw on with an animal? Well, these were the reasons. Something, something, something. Mice from well, yeah, that works. Mars. Who? Cool. I mean, Teenage the Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Why we got that? Oh yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. It's all this, the, the turtles are all responsible for this, but they, uh, yeah. God, quick, quick, quick note of mention. And I know you know this, but uh, in Europe and over in the UK, they weren't called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They were called Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles because they thought the word ninja just implied way too much violence. And, oh, really? Yeah, Hero Turtles is what they were called over there. So, huh. yeah. So, check this out. Now that you mentioned the whole ninja thing there, I got a couple of. Uh, ninja facts oh i love ninjas and i love facts and i love facts about ninjas this Hit me is with on ninja facts and it's got them turtles on oh there. there's an is there an app called ninja facts no no this is on facebook it's oh okay facebook i was like damn i need to download like ninja facts real quick check so, the ninja facts the first ninja ever was yamato takeru he was 13 years old uh-huh pretty interesting now, I know that they, I think I've read this. I bet your next fact, I'm not looking at it on my phone. As you can see, I'm not, I'm looking at Facebook. <laughs> I'm watching our Facebook Live on my phone, on Facebook Live. This is so meta. Um, you know what? We're very meta. You know, we're so meta. We live in the metaverse before the metaverse was created. They carried crickets yes. in their pockets to disguise the sound of them creeping and stalking around. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's like such a ninja thing to do, man. Right. That's the really that's the coolest one. They yeah. Traditionally wore black. Uh, they wore navy blue, not black, mm -hmm. which makes a little more sense. That probably blends in better. Yeah. And there were a lot of women ninjas. They were they're a progressive uh, guild. Ninjas yeah. were a progressive guild. They allowed women in their ranks long before we probably even allowed women to vote. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Way ahead of the times. Yeah, they were. You know, it might be a good time now since you were talking about it to mention that like ninjas were wildly popular in the 80s. Like it was ninja this, it was ninja that. It was like ninja video games, uh Chuck Norris movies, uh American Ninja, which I fucking love American Ninja. Like, have you have you seen American Ninja? Have you seen the American Ninja movies? 
mm, that's top notch primo entertainment, man. Like, uh, you could karate get in it, huh? Karate Kid. Karate Kid, but I mean, he wasn't a ninja. That was karate, but karate, karate was huge in the eighties too. I took karate because of the Karate Kid when I was when I was in in most Pete Smith. People, most of the people in Kentucky be like, oh yeah, ninja karate, same thing. Oh, same thing, man. <laughs> hey, man, you know ninjutsu? I whoop your ass, boy. Come on, yeah, yeah, you're right. But like, <laughs> no, ninjas were so huge in the eighties, and I love I love the ninja craze of the eighties. There were so many cool ninja movies and. There was one I have to mention. So uh, there is a movie starring um, Sho Kazuki, and it's called Revenge of the Ninja. And it's made by Canon Films. Canon Films is the group that did, like, uh, well, they did the American Ninja movies, but they also did, like, the, uh, the Masters of the Universe movie. They did Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. They did these really, like, low-budget movies, but they... They just had this thing about them. Revenge of the Ninja is so over the top and crazy. It's like absurd ninja movie, right? There's a scene towards the end where he's in this office building. And he's like going through the bad guys and like trying to make it to the rooftop to take down the main guy. But like <clears throat> he runs into this dude in the hallway and like <laughs> he runs into this like gangster dude in the hallway. And he like pulls his mask off and spits on him. And he's got a mouthful of ninja stars, and there's like 20 ninja stars in his mouth, apparently, right? But <laughs> you would have never known it by looking at him. And they all go into this dude's face, and he's like, oh, I'm like, fucking ninja movies, 80s ninja movies, man. It's absurd. Oh. Have you ever tried to put like 20 ninja stars in your mouth? Can't say that I have. Doesn't feel good. Now, I have put probably at least 20 stars from like the pasta. Ninja Turtles, they had ninja stars in there. Because mm-hmm. we did have ninja Yeah, I probably fit there. about 20 or so in there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, I've, I've, I've eaten ninja stars. Lived to tell You're a ninja. You are a ninja. Well, I, obviously. I'm, I'm obviously. <sighs> see, that's so cool, dude. See, now you don't really see me. Oh, my God. You are so Stealth. mysterious and... Like, like an elephant on... Intriguing. Dogs. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I bet you've got crickets in your pocket, don't you? I do not. I do not. I hate crickets. <laughs> Hear them over like. Oh, <laughs> Cricket gets in the house. It's the worst thing ever. I can sleep through almost anything. Tornado could come right by the house. I wouldn't. I wouldn't wake. Yeah, up. Yeah, I, I don't like them. One cricket, on the opposite end of the house. Yeah. Would drive me crazy. Yeah, I ain't got no use for a cricket, man. That's 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 on the real. Was there a cricket that ever got mutated in Ninja Turtles? Uh, you know, I'm looking at him now. There was like a, I don't know what his name is, but he's like an insect. Oh, you're a, he's scoff like a, co- is it he's like, like a scoff bug or something. It's like a cockroach or a cricket or something. I don't know. I don't know what he is. What are you, dude? I can't tell. Yeah, I don't know. There was something. I don't remember his name, but it's like Scoffbug or something. And he was like a little... I'm scumbug. Scumbug. Oh, yeah. That would make sense. Yeah, I don't know what he was. Yeah. Who's your favorite portrayal 
of Baxter Stockman. Which version of Baxter Stockman do you like? Well, I don't know. I've only seen him in the cartoon and the comic book, the original, you know, in 1984 comic. Um, he was in that second Michael Bay movie, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, I see. I never saw it, so I don't know. Um, what else have I seen? I I, I don't know. The cart. I mean, cartoon. I, I I don't know. I guess the um. Well, he was a black guy in the original comic, and then they they whitewashed him out for the cartoon, right? And then, and then, uh, nerdy redheaded guy with glasses. Yeah, like Chucky yeah. off of uh, Rugrats. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Didn't they kind of keep him more true to the comic in the Michael Bay movie? They did. Yeah. And I will tell cool. you right now, that's my favorite portray- portrayal of Baxter Stockman. Really? Is by Tyler Perry. It was Tyler Perry. That's right. Yeah. He does a well, great dude, job in that movie. If I you, didn't think about it. You hadn't seen it. If you look at that original comic, like Tyler Perry was kind of like perfectly cast for that, wasn't he? I mean, yeah. I yeah, forgot was, that he was, was that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things to be said. Now, have you not seen either? No, no, I went I went to the theater and saw that first one and, and then I came out of it and I was like, I love this. This was so good. And then I started thinking about it more. And then I watched it again. I was like, Oh man, this like really wasn't so good. Um and it wasn't. It wasn't good. I didn't like and I couldn't, and I'll tell you what, the more I look at it like I appreciated what they tried to do, I guess. I really don't like the way the turtles look in that movie. Yeah. And odd as Shredder was in that movie, I thought he was kind of cool. Um, and well, He's kind of this big cyborg at the end, right? But I mean, like, that was kind of cool, even though it was like, yeah. But I mean, like, I don't know. I just can't, I couldn't get past. I had no problem with Megan Fox. I know people, like, kind of rag on her for whatever reason i didn't have a problem with her as um as as april and who's the guy any other day i would have been able to tell you this guy's name um that that played Vern, her her co-anchor no he's perfect he was so perfectly like if there was an actor that was going to play him it was it was him like he he did so good um i'm glad well it's will arnett yeah that's yeah will arnett Uh, just just yeah some joe schmo yeah you know but um, no, I mean it was cool, and and then wasn't there a fight? Wasn't there a fight scene where uh, Shredder gets down into the sewer when Splinter's by himself, and they have that fight scene? I haven't seen the first where one. he I've gets the, the Splinter. Oh, you haven't? Oh, you haven't seen that? No. Oh, yeah, no, no. The first one I thought was I don't know. I I left the theater and I was hype about it, but then I was also hype about the Last Jedi when I left the theater, and then like I was like, yeah, so. You give time. Yeah, you give initial, you give things time to marinate, and it's like, ah, what was I thinking? But the initial thought on and now most people have told me that the the first Michael Bay film is better than Out of the Shadows. Um, I had a hard time getting over the way the turtles looked, and then after sorry, I'm like hurt. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna let Michael Bay do this to another franchise and watch it. Um, yeah, just, they they look terrible. If it wasn't for the way they looked. The second movie was really good, and there were a lot of things that were very true to the cartoon. Because cool. this was the one Krang was in this. You one. got Krang. You finally got Krang. 
he was the right demeanor. The body was pretty cartoon, you know, realistic. The uh, I actually no shit. I actually did. Sorry, I just knocked a bunch of toys off the shelf. When that movie came out, even though I didn't see it, I did buy one toy from. Um, I bought it at, at Meyer or Target. I think it's Meyer. I did buy one toy from the movie, and it was that Kring. And he is pretty cool looking. Um, I mean, it's just kind of kind of true to the cartoon, right? Like you said. Yeah, it's. And you can yeah, take his little ass out of his stomach. Live action. Take his little ass out of his stomach, and you can kind of put him on your finger and act act like a little finger puppet. Now insert Elon Musk's head in the if, center. Of yeah, exactly. I did so you know I totally expect this to be this dude. This totally needs to be something you draw. I can do that. Yeah, we got we. You know I can do that. Do it. I can do that. So and I'll uh, get a print made for you. You got to display it. Yes. Yeah, I want to sign and everything. And I'll oh, I got you. It, I will I put you. it right back. I'm getting ready to redesign the wall behind me. Cool. So I'll find a spot for it. Yep. The way they did the Technodrome was really cool. Oh, they had that. The Technodrome was part of it too. Yeah, he's trying to bring it over. So it was very, you know, very Krang centric storyline from the cartoons. That's cool. And he's trying to bring it over. And obviously, you can't just drive the big motherfucker through a portal. You have to do it one fucking piece at a time. You just said fuck like two times within ten seconds, and I'm really impressed because you never cuss on here. So I'm just like really oh, happy yeah, for no, you. I, I, no, it's 1047 and, and uh, fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm gonna lose art fans now. They're like, he cusses one little one little piece at a time, and uh, it was really good. I enjoyed. it. Of course, it had Rocksteady and Bebop, right? Which was cool because it's about damn time that that they made it into right live action. Right. They were cast good. The cast was good with it. Baxter Stockman's in there. You had some mousers. Uh, yeah, I had no problem with the Michael Bay movie in the end. I should probably go back and watch the first one. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if, if you if you can get past the way they looked, I, it was fine, I guess. So, um, getting through that, we got a bunch of Nickelodeon stuff. Some really cool looking toys. Have you seen some of the new toys they just launched? Uh, well, I gotta be honest with you. I don't like the way. No, to be fair, I've never watched it. Um, but that new that new cartoon series uh, is that on Nickelodeon? Like the new, new, newer cartoon series. I'm assuming so. I don't watch where Ava, they've made everything. Ava likes Donatello, but she doesn't watch Ninja Turtles very often. Okay. Uh, that was one of the first things I bought her was a Donatello stuffed animal. Oh. She'll watch the Ninja Turtles channel on Pluto. Yes. And I've... it runs through all of them, original and new. Does it really? And uh, so she'll watch that. And I've caught some of the episodes, and they're not bad. I just, I have a hard time with, again, I'm just stuck with the way that I think they should look versus the way people interpret the way they look. I don't. I have a hard time with a lot of the art style in cartoons nowadays. Yes, I do have a problem. I don't, well, like I said, who am I to judge what an art style looks like? But I don't, I don't like it. That's not how I prefer my turtle. I like my turtles kind of dark and gritty. I like and adult like not square. 
Exactly. And um, like I said, I've never watched it, but I remember reading that like they made Splinter this like comedic Elvis impersonator type freaking character, and he's not like that wise mentor. And I'm like, is it really like? I don't know. Like I said, yeah, I, have, I haven't watched it, but I, I don't think it's it. for me. It's not for me, and that's fine. Like, no, not, not everything has to be for us, right? Like, like you can, you can introduce new generations to things, but it's just like I don't know. That's um, we'll go pass on that one. So, yeah. So, um, so here we are, two thousand twenty-three. Yeah. Another Ninja Turtle movie coming out. Yeah. Cast looks good. Animated. Right? This is animated, right? Surely this is an animated film. I'm gonna assume so. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll go in under that. Good voice actors from what I see. And uh Seth Rogan, you can't I mean he's going to be similar age, so his ninja turtles are very similar to ours and early comics. Uh I'm assuming it's probably gonna be somewhat kid friendly. It'll be yeah, like sm- smoking weed if it's if it's Seth Rogen, then he's gonna have him like chiefing up, smoking marijuana. Yeah, not and, and I'd be all right with that. Partaking I mean, in reefer, is what you, I'm would, you would think Michelangelo at least does. You would think. I'm pretty sure Raphael does too. Your holdouts are you know Donatello and Leonardo, but mm-hmm. even Donnie might. Leo, Leo does. Donnie might. Donnie might like just just just. Just show him who the real puff daddy is, and then he go get in the lab and build like a new like lower his glasses and shit. yeah, he might build something crazy after that. I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's I, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm hoping it'll be cool. Um, always down to see a new, new reiteration of the turtles, and hopefully it's it's something cool. That, but also now. Before I get to a, a a a current running comic that's going on, did you have anything else to add? No. Or did you no, want to mention I, uh, it? I am out, but I'm very very interested to hear the current news because this is one that I'm actually very very interested in. Okay. Well, there is a kind. I guess it's it's been running for a couple of years now. I guess um, there is a comic series. Um, I believe IDW is 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 publi- publishing it, and uh, of course Kevin Eastman got his hands all in it. Um, so it's nice to see the original creator like still being a part of this. And uh, but um, it's called The Last Ronin, and I've not read it, but it is essentially uh, the future story of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and um. They all die, except one. They all die except one. And I, I know who the surviving turtle is. Do you? I had an idea, but now I don't think I... I don't know that I do after the pictures I've seen today. Okay. Uh, there is uh, there is one surviving turtle who pretty much picks up um, a big trail of vengeance after his brothers, his three brothers are dead. And, uh, you do see their death scenes in the comics. And, um, uh, 
he uh, obtains their weapons and goes uh, goes on about his uh, his life and his journey. Of course, Splinter's gone. Um, I think uh, April. Uh, there's a lot. Of, I'm, I'm, I haven't read it, but I know stuff about it. Not going to spoil it or say anything much about it. Who do you think the remaining turtle is? I'm not going to tell you whether you're right or wrong. I just I'm who just I had originally thought <clears throat> that I'd seen was Donatello. Okay. Well, I'm not going to tell you if you're right or wrong. So, <laughs> so the the reason that I'm thrown off though now is because when I seen the one that's going around now, I guess a new episode or a new uh, issue dropped, and I swear when it shows the three other spirits back there, one of them has a, a staff, and one of them has size, and one of them has a sword, and so I'm like, well, I didn't think that he was the one who survived. Because I, so you're saying you think you think Michelangelo survived? Is what you're saying? Looking at the thing I seen today, yeah. Unless they're trying to, I thought they told you, and I thought I was correct. Uh, well, I, I, I think the reason I think the reason I know is because they finally came out and revealed who that surviving turtle was. But I know for a fact who it is, and I'm just not going to tell you if you're right or wrong. Um, because I don't like to spoil all things for people. So right, well, we'll save that for when we're off the air. Well, I'm not even going to tell you then, because I oh, want you, no, if, you, you if you're interested in reading it, I want you to read it. I mean, oh, I ain't you know. going to read this. You're not going to read it? All right. No, dude, I got the, I got the uh, five book arc of the Ghostbusters Ninja Turtles, and I can't even sit down and read that. Okay. Yeah. I and if I'm going to read anything, that's going to be my priority. Mm, because mm. did you know there's a scene in there where Donatello is talking to Egon? And Egon looks, or they're trying to explain this infection thing they've seen. And he's like, oh, it's like Donatello tells Egon, it's like a parasite, like a giant bug. It's probably an alien. Egon's like, aliens don't exist. Donatello looks at him. He's like, yeah, I know we hunt ghosts. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that's going to be on my top priority list. But I do, I do want to read the Ronin. If you think it's going to be that big, then I won't. Well, I just don't. Do they like, play yeah. it out? Do they like pull it out? Is it like a mystery through the whole? Book? I think they kind of pull it out for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Maybe a couple Maybe issues, I'll and then I think you find out. I'm not like I said. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'll, I'll just look up spoilers later. I'll I'll tell you after we hang up here. All right. Yeah. Uh, so well, that's about all I got for Ninja Turtles. You got anything else to lay down? No, I just you know I love it. Always loved it, and. uh I mean, it's influenced me as an artist. It's influenced me as um, uh, an artist. It's also influenced me as an artist. And it's influenced me as an artist. So, um, yeah, I love it. I love Kevin Eastman. I think he's he seems like such a cool guy. And uh, I love his style. I love the, his, his approach. I love how he was somebody like me who was just an illustrator that wanted to do what he wanted to do and took a chance and took some tax return money and built an empire for himself um off of these zany wacky ass characters that like really i i don't know if it hit at the right time or what but like he took a chance on something absolutely crazy and and made um a fortune and a life out of it and something that we all just hold near and dear to our hearts. So 
Yeah. Do you have do you have steam? Oh, I did have it, but I I, I it was taking up too much room on my uh, uh, on my laptop, so I, I deleted Shredder's it. Revenge game. I haven't played the Shredder's Revenge game. No, it looks super cool though. It's pretty good. It's pretty. Good. You it's got really it. Cool to be Master Splinter. Yeah, you could be Casey. You could be April. Yeah, me, yeah. Me and Ava's played through a little bit of it. We've made it through three or four levels, and it's it's really good. Yeah. If no, you I ever would... got the chance of the the manpower, that's something you should do. You should you should pick it up. Okay. Because you can play online across Steam. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. And, and therefore, we could theoretically play said Ninja Turtles game. Okay. On a uh, on a future episode and or live stream. That would be fun. That would be yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. You could also just throwing this out here. There's also a really badass Ghostbusters game. Oh, the uh, oh, you're talking about Spirits Unleashed, yeah. Yeah. They just released a bunch of real Ghostbusters. I saw that. I saw that. So have you been playing it, or are you just kind of yeah, still sitting I've, on it? I've played a little bit. I've not actually done any matches because I've not mm -hmm. sat down to play it. But I've put it on and like went through the tutorial and stuff. Mm. Designed my character because obviously I had to put the the Egon Spangler RBG sure. yeah. uh, outfit on. Yeah. So, but awesome. uh, outside of that, I ain't got nothing else Ninja Turtle related. I got uh, nothing. We covered. I think we covered Shepard. a lot of ground. I mean, what's that? We covered a lot of ground. We talked we about did. a lot. We did. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, shit. Eighty-four to well, technically eighty-three. Mm-hmm. Our now. way back machine went way back because yeah. the eighties are now way back. God, and I'm we're both very old. So yes, yes, plenty of no hair, and what is up there is, is plenty of crazy hair. full hair. Heck yeah, Pantene <laughs> Plus, baby. <laughs> Freaking herbal essences. I'll be in the shower moaning like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just lucky to like I get like a, a little bitty drop on my pinky and I can like walk You know, women out. bald is sexy, man. Bald is sexy. My wife enjoys the the, the shaved head versus having hair. There you go. That's uh, all that matters. That's that's you, she likes to go teed better than not go teed. Because I look older and and you are very distinguished. Well. Yeah. Yeah, it's very distinguished. I yeah. always dreamed I would have the little lines like uh, like Doctor Strange. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually head. do have, if, I know you can't see them right now, I have phones on and stuff. Dude, I've got that gray hair. If I lift my hair up under here, it's all gray going back. I'm like, sheesh, big Doctor Strange. Like, But then the rest of my hair is like brown. For like one last run. Yeah. You know, one, one yeah. last hurrah. You might as well, man. Midlife crisis. Yeah, then I got to pay for haircuts. Oh, that's true. Right yeah. now. I, I do it myself. Yeah. Don't have to worry about that. Save money. Yeah. I mean, I shit, a haircut used to be $20. They are now like still. Now. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, go to a good old Supercuts and get one for about 16 Okay. Well, so, so haircuts <laughs> didn't go up. No, yeah. they're still, yeah. Anyways, you can find Jason Shepard at uh, Jason Shepard Artworks with a x big old x so uh, make sure you check him out there all that's going to be in the description below you can catch me at powerbomb nation on twitter powerbomb nation on anything else the culture cast is a powerbomb nation production brought to you by powerbomb digital and for the one and only jason shepherd i'm dwight couch peace until next time
whenever that is. It'll be soon. 